The Lord is here to empower and encourage us, heart dwellers. He's asking us to examine our faith in what we hear from him on this channel and make an informed commitment. He's standing before us with a treasure chest overflowing with the riches of his grace. And we have only to believe in order to receive. And I saw this treasure chest. (laughs) I was trying to put into words what I was sensing from the Lord. And he showed me this huge treasure chest overflowing with all kinds of gems and gold and just the riches of heaven. Jesus began... I need my bride to expect results for all her efforts. What you are all about to undertake with your talents is going to be amazingly successful. I'm going to bless you beyond your expectations. Why? Because this is a rough season and you moved ahead strictly on faith. You didn't feel like it. You didn't have confidence. Inspiration has been attacked. Your energy is low. You're coming off serious disappointment. And some of you doubt the veracity of this vessel. To you, I say, look at the fruit in your life. If you have grown, then the influence could not be from Satan. All he does is kill, steal, and destroy and teach you to go in wrong directions. Look at the things in your life that matter. Have you grown? I say this to you independent of her knowledge because I need you to believe in me. I need you to be convinced that I am speaking through her so that your plans will succeed based on your faith. If you doubt the vessel, you doubt if it is me. You doubt if you should move forward and you're still treading water waiting for war and the rapture. If you continue to stay in this place, you'll grow old and stale. I want to see a vibrant, productive, and excited bride, not a worn-out has-been. I want to see fresh fruit when I come for you, not what you harvested and dried last year. Please, beloved, go over the messages. Look at your life. Read the comments people leave about their lives and make a settled determination that either you are hearing from me or you are not. If you are not, you don't need to be here. It will make you double-minded. Better to find another vessel you truly believe in and follow me through them. Okay? That's settled. Let's move on with you who are convinced. This is no ordinary time in your lives. This is a time of vitality and productivity. I will bless everything you put your hand to for me. I will inspire and execute whatever projects you have undertaken for me by my inspiration. Remember what I said about a vibrant bride? Have you ever seen anyone at the very top of their game? Life is exciting, challenging, hopeful, anticipatory. Some of you can look back on your earlier years and see that. Well, this is the time of the best wine, served last. Everyone serves the fine wine first, and then the cheap wine after the guests are drunk. But you have saved the fine wine until now. That's John 2.10. 
As an aside, I wanted to add something. Several times today I saw myself in my 20s when I was highly successful as a photographer. Today they call it trending. In fact, I had a dream last night that I had received an assignment from a very large corporation, just as I did in the old days when I did photography for Levi Strauss in San Francisco. The Lord was bringing that up for a reason, and I didn't understand why until he gave this message. Jesus continued, You've suffered, grown, matured, seasoned, mellowed down to the things that really do matter in life. You are done with useful pride and competition with those around you. Now is the time when these worldly attitudes have been worked out of your system. In a word, you are much purer. Therefore, I can use you to minister. You aren't on an ego trip to prove yourself or excel beyond your brother. Rather, you are on a love trip where you recognize the needs of hurting humanity and want to use your talents to bring them comfort and into the kingdom. Do you see how much you've grown? This is the season when I can trust you with marvelous results because your motives are pure. Press in to your time with me and come out inspired and filled with my anointing. Don't change your focus for worship to get something. Give to me glory and praise. Tuck into my shoulder and love me single-heartedly. Then when it is time, I will release you to work with me and you will be exceedingly fruitful. And I just want to make an aside here and that is that This applies to people who are in school as well, and you help someone out, let's say, or you're working with the elderly, or you tutor somebody without charging them, and you work with the elderly in your neighborhood if someone needs to go to the store or the doctor. This applies to everything. People are going to see Jesus in you because you spend time with him and you love him and he anoints you. And they're going to sense his presence in you no matter what you do. So that's the success he's talking about, is people will be able to see him in you. And I remember back in the day when I was buying my first piece of property and a Mennonite realtor was taking me around to different places. And I noticed that he was so meek and gentle and so taken up with my needs and yet doing a good job for the owner of the house. And I was extremely impressed by that. I was used to the New York mentality, the San Francisco mentality, just city mentality. And this man was anything but. He was just so gentle and meek. And I remember sitting in the car with him while I was driving and thinking, there is something really different about this person, and it's beautiful. I want to have that. I really didn't know what it was until I was saved. And then I realized it was the presence of Jesus in this man that attracted me to him. It may not be the kind of result you're looking for, but it is the kind of result that Jesus is looking for. He's touching people through you. The Lord continued, Do not look at the obstacles ahead of you. Rather, focus on the knowledge that what I require of you is simply faith and all the things necessary to you will follow. Trust that I have good things in store for you, or I never would have commissioned you to act and work with me. 
Remember that demons of fear, doubt, and scrutiny are assigned to every good work. Do not indulge them. Rather, take those thoughts captive, as it is written. The weapons of our warfare are not the weapons of the world. Instead, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We tear down arguments and every presumption set up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. That's 2 Corinthians 10. So you see, you must act on faith, believing that the commission you have received is indeed from above and will produce fruit everlasting in heaven. All of you who act in this way bring down the favor of the Father for their unyielding obedience to the Son. Therein is the secret of copious fruit you will bear. You have taken the word in faith, committed your way to me. You have stood against the naysayers and taken every thought captive. You've put your hand to the plow and refused to look back. This is what I expect of you, my glorious bride. Why? Because I have anointed you to bring glad tidings to the poor and suffering. And I go forward with you to instruct and equip. Rely more on my anointing than on your own devices. Move over and let me take control as you apply yourself. What will happen will amaze you because it's from me. Be sure to give me all the credit for each success. Pray for those who are struggling and lift them up with your praise reports. Much encouragement and substantial prayer support is necessary. In this way you will partake of the rewards of all you prayed for. It is a truth that the one who is visible is empowered by those who are invisible. Therefore take part in each good work by praying for your brothers and sisters. How beautiful is the economy of heaven, and its fruits are everlasting. Know that as you are receiving these words in faith, I am empowering you, and together we shall do marvelous things.